Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. It's Monday, February 20th, and this is now on HNN. An HPD officer critically injured in an incident on the H3, and it is just one of a number of near-deadly crashes on Hawaii roads this weekend. President Biden makes an unannounced trip to Ukraine nearly one year since Russia's invasion. I'm Nicole D'Antonio at the White House with details on the meeting between the two presidents and the additional military aid to Ukraine. Plus, teachers and parents are speaking up over potentially hazardous conditions at a Hawaii Island school. These stories and more coming up today on This Is Now. Aloha and good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on this Monday afternoon. Police investigators have been busy this weekend after a brutal stretch on Hawaii roads. Across the state, a number of major traffic incidents, including one involving an HPD officer. Emily Cristobal has our top story. Yeah, guys, there was a number of critical crashes that happened over the last few days, some involving pedestrians. But one happened late last night in which a police officer was in critical condition. The crash happened on the H3 freeway around 11.50 last night. Officials said the 45-year-old officer was conducting traffic control for an earlier crash near the Hirano Tunnel when he was struck by a vehicle. Police said the 25-year-old driver was trying to avoid a vehicle stopped in the roadway when he swerved, crashing into the officer, pinning him. In a statement, HPD Chief Joe Logan said the officer that was injured had 15 years of service and at this time that his name would not be released. Through the investigation, police said speed, drugs, or alcohol do not appear to be contributing factors, but an investigation is still ongoing. We also have an update to a moped crash in Waipahu that happened on Farrington Highway Saturday night. One of the moped riders, a 28-year-old man who was taken to the hospital in critical condition, has died. Police said that rider was speeding when he crashed into another moped. At last check, officials said the other rider is listed in serious condition. Now to a crash that happened around 1 a.m. on the H2 freeway in Wahiwa. Police said a 60-year-old pedestrian was critically injured after he was struck by a drunk driver who was traveling in the shoulder lane. He was arrested at the scene. And on Maui, a 30-year-old pedestrian was critically injured after being struck by a car in Kahului. Officials said an 18-year-old driver crashed into the man while he was crossing the street. But police added that the pedestrian was not in a marked crosswalk and was wearing dark-colored clothing at the time of the crash. At this time, police said speed does not appear to be a factor in the crash, but authorities are still investigating whether alcohol or drugs were involved. And again, all of these crashes are under investigation and we'll have the latest updates for you on air and online at HawaiiNewsNow.com. This is Emily Cristobal reporting for Hawaii News Now. President Biden rode 10 hours by train from the Polish border for an unannounced visit to Kiev on Monday. Now, Mr. Biden met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, vowing unwavering commitment in U.S. support of Ukraine as it defends itself against Russia's invasion. CBS correspondent Nicole D'Antonio reports from the White House. 
President Biden's unannounced visit to Kyiv comes as Russia's invasion enters its second year this week. Putin's war of conquest is failing. Russia's military has lost half its territory it once occupied. The president spent more than five hours at the Ukrainian capital meeting with President Vladimir Zelensky to talk about the next steps in the war, including newly announced plans to send Ukraine nearly half a billion dollars in additional U.S. military equipment. I thought it was critical that there not be any doubt, none whatsoever, about U.S. support for Ukraine. Thank you for your leadership. Thanks. Bipartisan support. Thanks. Congress. The two leaders took time to honor Ukraine's fallen soldiers. At one point during the tour, air raid sirens sounded, giving President Biden a sense of what Ukrainians endure every day across their war-torn country. The Americans stand with you and the world stands with you. Kyiv has captured a part of my heart, I must say. Here in the U.S., while some Republicans commended the president for his visit to Kyiv, others were critical. Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania tweeted, breathtaking that President Biden can show up in Ukraine to ensure their border is secure, but can't do the same for America. After the visit, President Biden traveled to Poland for talks with its president and other Eastern European allies. Nicole Antonio, CBS News, the White House. Also on the international stage for the second time this month, a massive earthquake rocks the Turkey-Syrian border. Turkish officials say three people are dead and more than 200 are injured after a 6.3 quake hit southern Turkey. Rescue efforts are now underway, and this comes just two weeks after a 7.8 quake killed tens of thousands and destroying buildings in the region. Well, on this President's Day, on the minds of so many is the U.S.'s 39th President, Jimmy Carter. The 98-year-old is now in hospice care, living out his final days in his hometown. Christian Benavides is in Plains, Georgia, with more. This is where Jimmy Carter attended high school, and it's now the headquarters of the Jimmy Carter National Historical Park in Plains, Georgia. The superintendent, Jill Stuckey, is a close friend of the Carter family. She expects a lot of visitors on this President's Day coming to honor the legacy of the former president who's now under hospice care. We honor President Carter and Mrs. Carter every single day. They have done so much for this town, for this state, for the country and the world. Just down the street at Maranatha Baptist Church, parishioners fondly remember Carter teaching Sunday school. You would have over 500 visitors here that sometimes would spend up to 48 hours in this parking lot waiting just for an opportunity to see him teach. Sunday, Carter's niece took up the baton. Dear Heavenly Father, and we just thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to be in the lives of these people. Over the weekend, visitors stopped in at the Carter Center in Atlanta. Great man, great president, probably under underappreciated by those who don't know much about him. Several longtime advisors to the former president tell CBS News that they expect Carter to remain tough to the end, never quitting, with his wife Rosalind by his side. The two have been married for more than 75 years, making American history as the longest married presidential couple. Christian Benavides, CBS News, Plains, Georgia. Days after a 16-year-old McKinley High School student was killed in a hit and run, city and community leaders gathered this weekend demanding safer streets. Eddie Dowd has the story. Joined by others who have lost family members in hit and runs, Sarah's mom and father took to the streets to make a plea to the public. I want to see the safety of our children. The speed bumps to go, 
cars to slow down, be mindful that they're in around a school district. Awareness of the slowing down and everybody coming um, out and even the police officers, it's, it's really moving that came to come and support us. They were joined by Ed Warner, who lost his son to a hit and run in 2016. Let her know that, you know, we, we support her and we know what she's going through right now. And we're there for her and for her family. Nobody plans to bury their children first. And it's tragic that we both have to. While the investigation continues into her daughter's death, Sarah's mom, Chevy Yara, is getting support from people like Karen Chung with Ward Village Moms, who helped organize the rally. We knew it was coming. It's not a surprise because there's a lot of this hidden danger. It was never resolved. So now it's even more urgent. I said before, one death is too many, and now there's that one death. We've been fighting and talking about this for the past two years, better pedestrian safety in the community. The Yara Ohana is also getting support from DOT Director Ed Sniffen, who brought his family to the rally. He has been spearheading efforts to get raised pedestrian crosswalks installed in the state. Kapiolani Boulevard falls under city and county jurisdiction. The city told us they are exploring options to make the area safer for pedestrians. So if the city determines speed bumps are the right solution for this area, and they ask the DOT for help, how quickly could you respond? Generally within three to four weeks, we can get out here and get them installed. Uh, we would work with the city to make sure that we have the jurisdiction to do so uh, and make sure that we can do it faster than them. If that works out that way, we could help out. So by April, you could have possibly something. Yeah, possibly something. Sniffen was joined by Lieutenant Governor Sylvia Luke and the area state senator who both felt changes need to be made to the area. I'm a parent of a 20-year-old and I know what it means if I were to lose my child. So we wanted to meet, be here to um, show our support, but you know, share in the grief and share in the sympathy and empathy. Do you think changes might be needed? Uh, absolutely, especially in this area. Look at uh, look at today. You know, it's Sunday in the middle of the uh, in the uh, middle of the day, and look how much traffic there is out here. For Chevy Yara, making Kapiolani Boulevard safer is just the start. Eddie Dowd, Hawaii News Now. We're also learning troubling details about the suspected driver in this hit and run. Mitchell Miyashiro has a record of at least 164 traffic infractions and crimes since 1996. In the last five years, he was stopped 12 times for allegedly driving without a license. He was also convicted six times, but it appears that he was not sentenced to any jail time. Last Thursday, the 45-year-old turned himself in, but was later released pending investigation. This tends to happen in hit-and-run cases because they usually require detailed investigations that take time before prosecutors can officially file charges. New at noon, the state teachers union fed up and speaking out about a disgusting situation at a Big Island elementary school. The Hawaii State Teachers Association, as well as a number of concerned parents, gathered today to discuss extensive mold, damage, insect, and rodent infestations at Kono's Holualoa Elementary School. It is one of the oldest schools in the state. Administrators say it's been neglected. Staff say rats crawl up and down this tubing in the English learner's classroom through a hole in the ceiling. They also chewed their way through fiber cable wires last month knocking out the internet and phone service on campus. And rats chewed up a pair of a teacher's sandals left overnight in a classroom, leaving them ravaged. HSTA is calling for the state to step in and not only fix the problems, but provide regular maintenance. 
Much more on this story later tonight. Now to a consumer alert, especially for coffee lovers, bottled Starbucks vanilla frappuccino drinks are being recalled. Pieces of glass have been detected, according to the FDA. It's estimated that this recall affects more than 300,000 bottles. The beverages were distributed across the United States. Here are the expiration dates you need to watch out for. March 8th, May 29th, June 4th, and June 10th. More details on this on hawaiinewsnow.com. At TSA checkpoints across the nation, agents seized more than 6,500 guns in 2022. That's roughly 18 a day. It was an all-time high for guns intercepted at U.S. airports. Nearly everyone caught claims to have forgotten they had a gun with them. But officials emphasize even one gun can pose a serious danger when in the wrong hands on a plane or at a checkpoint. Repercussions vary depending on state laws. Unloaded guns can be placed in checked bags, assuming proper procedures and declarations are followed. Well, President's Day in Hawaii means thousands were up early for the Great Aloha Run, and this year's edition marks the 39th running of the race. Casey Lund takes us there. Aloha from the finish line of the Great Aloha Run. 39 years. Things got started early this morning. The first in-person race in two years. It was an exciting time downtown when the gun went off right at 7 o'clock. A Hawaii tradition nearly four decades in the making. It's something so many people look forward to. Many of them have never missed a race. This is my 39th, so I've done every single one. I always look forward to running this run, basically because it's fun. It's good for the family community. And we met another runner that has also raced all 39 great Aloha runs, a man known simply as the Cowman. The horns uh, I acquired in 1976 in uh, Lake Tahoe, California. I stand for Aloha, and actually I use the nickname Amuha because of the horns and cowman. Race organizers know that the 12,000 runners that were in this year's race is a far cry from pre-pandemic numbers, but they're just happy things are back in person. We're looking forward to, you know, get building right back up, and but, you know, we want to do it nice and slow and make sure that the event is very safe and handled right, and Thanks to our sponsors, Hawaii Pacific Health, and all the other uh, uh, sponsors that are helping us put it together. It is about Aloha, and it's about charity, and it's just, uh, you know, Carol Kai has such a big heart, and this race is a manifestation of that, and it's just really a great, fun run, and time for our community to get together. Now back out here at the finish line, of course, the race a little different. Usually the runners go into Aloha Stadium. This time it was out in the parking lot, still an inspiring thing to see, even for the folks that walk the race. It's all about just finishing, and definitely makes you think about maybe entering for the 40th great Aloha run. Reporting at Aloha Stadium, I'm Casey Lem for now. We'll send things back to you. Thank you so much for that report, Casey. Mark, are you a runner? Uh, I <laughs> I used to be before <laughs> uh, we had three kids over a year, so I'm not as consistent as I like to be, uh, but I still like to work out. Not as much running, though. You ever did the Great Aloha run? I never have, and looking at the video right there, uh, it does look like a great time, but I yeah. will also say that you know with so many runners out there also mixing with so many walkers mm -hmm. uh that does seem to be an adventure in itself trying to just dodge Navigate. everyone and find yes. a path but it's so good <laughs> to see it back um I, I didn't realize that after two years i mean that was one of the events still outstanding still in kind of that yeah. pandemic pause still going with the virtual options but to see some everybody back out there early president's day morning always a great tradition and yeah. could still happen with the rain yeah so this is a live look outside over honolulu coming into town this morning they were wrapping up the routes opening the roads by around eight o'clock so all the runners made it through there but uh as you can see 
some clouds, some showers are making their way in. We've got some wet weather in store for today and possibly for other parts of this week. But again, a live look outside at 76 degrees with the sunset happening at 632 tonight. But again, with all of these clouds and showers, I don't know how much you will be able to see. For more on this, let's hand it over to Guy Hoggy with your first alert forecast. The rain will be coming and going. Maui is not expected to get a whole lot of rain with this seg, uh, with this uh, event. And looks like overnight Kauai is going to get swamped, and that's going to remain wet through tomorrow morning, through tomorrow afternoon. And even Hawaii Island still expected to get a fair bit of rain. Now, flood alerts aren't posted yet. But with the rain continuing through tomorrow, there could be some flood alerts posted. Because remember, won't take a lot of rain uh, to trigger flooding because the ground is very saturated from the last rain event. So again, very rainy for parts of the state today, especially on Kauai tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, still a little damp, drier conditions due back on Thursday. Over the weekend, flags statewide were at half staff to honor the late Danny Kalei in Hawaii's music and entertainment industry gathered at a memorial service to honor the ambassador of Aloha. Jolani Martinez reports. Loved ones, entertainers, along with former and current Hawaii leaders were all present today to honor the ambassador of Aloha, Danny Kalekini. It was a service filled with an outpour of aloha. <laughs> and music. This gathering, it brought us all together um, to celebrate his life in, in, in Danny Kalekini fashion. Many local entertainers performed for the legendary musician, including award-winning singer Henry Capono. He remembers meeting Kalekini when he was just 10. I was uh, in awe because he was, had so much presence, you know, and he was so welcoming and joyful. And I went, wow, man, this guy is cool, you know. And as I got to know him, he, he was more than cool, you know. He was everything, everything and more. Governor Josh Green and Mayor Rick Blangiardi took part in the service, as well as former Governor John Waihe'e. So today, mahalo akua for blessing us with such a person. Mahalo ohana for sharing him with us. Waihe'e is the very one who officially named Kalekini the ambassador of Aloha. He, he sort of patented the whole idea of saying, Aloha, you know, like in a long way, but he was much more than that. He, he was a personification of the position. He's touched so many lives that at this point his legacy has, has kind of um, filled so many lives that now they can contribute to his legacy by continuing his movement of aloha and spreading that love to each other. Kini's spirit of aloha was honored by the Kahala Hotel. They dedicated the area in front of the resort as Danny Kini Square. He also received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Hawaiian Music Hall of Fame and was named Salvation Army's Humanitarian of the Year. I would miss Uncle so much. He was a man back then. And of course, the final tune played at Saturday's ceremony was Kalei Kini's. I can already see him looking down and just smiling and just being so happy that, you know, while this is a part of life, you know, he always believed we'll see each other again. Well, we'll all see each other again. Jelani Martinez, Hawaii News Now.
Well, it's time to check out what the internet is talking about. And in today's From the Feeds, we're going to take you deep down to the ocean floor. Now, you've seen the movies, you've heard the stories, and now this is your chance to see what explorers saw for the very first time as they set their eyes on one of the world's most famous shipwrecks. Jeremy Roth has today's Take a Look at This. Take a look at the very first look humans ever got of the infamous wreck of the Titanic. More than a century after the doomed ocean liner met its icy fate, rare footage from 1986 of explorers' very first encounter with the shipwreck sprawled across the floor of the Atlantic has been released to the public. Shot by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute months after finding the wreckage in 1985, the eerie footage captures the famous vessel frozen in time two miles below the ocean's surface and features looks both outside and inside the sunken ship. The release coincides with the 25th anniversary of James Cameron's film, Titanic. Cameron commented on the footage release, saying it's, quote, helping tell an important part of a story that spans generations and circles the globe. An even older shipwreck in the Baltic Sea yielded a surprising and somewhat savory discovery. 527 years after the Royal Danish ship Gribschunden sank in 1495, scientists say they've discovered what they call a medieval pantry in its remains. During a recent excavation, they found 40 different types of fruits, vegetables, spices, and nuts, including almonds, grapes, peppercorns, and more, all in impressively semi-preserved conditions. In fact, many of the fruits, they say, retained their original color and skin, and saffron found in the remains amazingly still retained its distinctive aroma. Researchers credit the impressive preservation of the food stuff to the Baltic Sea's cold temperature and low salinity. For Take a Look at This, I'm Jeremy Roth. The wonders and mysteries of the deep sea right there. It's a scary place, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> scary and beautiful. Uh, well, taking a look at what's also trending online, Mardi Gras is tuning the streets of New Orleans. Already starting to fill up with yes. party revelers right there. On Sunday, the uh, Milwaukee Dancing Grannies contributed to the festivities. They joined the 610 Stompers Dance Troupe when the crew of... Thoth rolled through the uptown parade route. Now, it was a special moment for the dancing grannies who lost multiple members in the 2021 Christmas parade attack in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So uh, you see in New Orleans right now, celebration is picking up. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's so nice to see that group rebounding again, as you mentioned, from that tragedy. But happiness all around. I think that's what Mardi Gras really is about. I have never been to Mardi Gras, but looks like a Fun time. It's on the me. list. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think about all the things involved in Mardi Gras, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great party. <laughs> it sure does. Hey, we also want to tell you folks about job opportunities at the Hawaii Humane Society. Hawaii Hawaiian Humane Society, excuse me. They're looking to fill some positions before opening a new location in West Oahu this spring. Every Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., they're hosting hiring fairs at both the new location in Eva Beach and the current Mo'ili'ili campus. Now, some of these positions available include adoptions representative, admissions representatives, animal caregivers, and so much more. Some requirements, you got to be over the age of 18 and have at least one day of a weekend availability, and you must have your high school diploma or equivalent. Now, they say it is so fulfilling for all of this. To For more information or to apply, check out our website, hawaiinewsnow.com. That's how you do it right there, Dylan. Again, yeah. you end the show with great dog video. No <laughs> one's complaining. Uh, Hawaii Humane Society, the work that they do, uh, really just amazing stuff in the community. And the call is always out 
for adoptions. Yes, definitely mm -hmm. important. Let's give you guys one more live look outside. Some rain is coming down here. Uh, we got these showers rolling in through periods, and it could be kind of heavy at times, Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. That was the story all weekend long as that Kona Low uh, was coming in. Another Kona Low approaching. We're going to have much more on that throughout the week on This Is Now. And once again, at first at four, coming up later today on KHNL. See you then. Have a great one. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.